Hello listeners, you are listening to Khadija and you are keeping it real with Khadija. Today's podcast episode is all about entrepreneurship and what makes an entrepreneur um, different, I guess, what makes a successful entrepreneur. So I am recording this for a podcast episode and also I am speaking live to my Facebook community. Hi everyone. So I wanted to do a podcast episode on this because at the minute, my life is mental. I have so many events to go to. I have uh, lots of companies that I'm working with on a consultancy basis. I have a team that I'm working with, two PAs and a VA. I also did a podcast episode on the value of a PA and a VA. So please listen to that too. Um, and my life is pretty crazy, but I have stumbled across an opportunity I say stumbled, maybe I've looked out for it. And it's really aligned with me being a mum and um, my children being the most important thing. And that's the reason why I keep going. And so when an opportunity arises, I cannot and will not uh, prevent myself from going with my gut. So um, my partner, Simon, is, uh, I would say, probably the opposite of an entrepreneur, uh, very cautious, um, maybe wants the quiet life, but he does like looking at sports cars and stuff. So I don't know. Um, but immediately I called him and I said, look, there's this opportunity. I've been eyeing it up for a long time. I want to invest in it. I, I need it to be my business. One of my main businesses, I know it's going to work. It's really aligned with everything that I want to do as a mum, And it's really on brand. And his response was, I don't think it's the right time. I mean, he says that about, he said that about kids too. When is the right time? I don't think it's the right time. And, um, why would you want more stress? So your life is going quite good at the minute. You've got businesses that you're helping. Uh, you, you're getting good results, which I am. I've got a good team, which is great. I'm earning good money. Terrific. I've got an opportunity to work with progressive, even, even more exciting but I'm an entrepreneur. And so then after the conversation, you know, as an entrepreneur, and please give me a like or a love heart on social media, on Facebook, if you feel like sometimes when you're really excited about something as an entrepreneur and you think, right, that's it, this is the thing, this is going to work. And you've always got somebody in your life, it could be your parent, your kids, your partner, whatever. A lot of uh, people I speak to, usually it's their partner because opposites attract. But you've always got that one person that kind of pisses on your bonfire, as I like to say, or shits on your parade. And you're all excited and you're like, this is going to work. I'm going to raise investments. It's going to be amazing. Blah, blah. Thank you for the likes. So you get it too, right? Um, and then there's always someone that tells you that it's not a good idea or now's not the right time or um, we don't really have the money at the minute or your life is quite um, good at the minute. So why do you want to risk it or uh, be more stressed out? And so I'm on my laptop and I thought, you know what, I'm going to Google what makes a successful entrepreneur. Because years ago, before I had a network of entrepreneurs, I thought I was just the weird one. I thought, why am I like this? You know, if I say I want something to happen, like I'm going to make it happen, but I'm surrounded by a bunch of people who want things to happen, but they don't make them happen. So why am I the weirdo that, that, you know, like today, the opportunity arose. I contacted my sponsors for my podcast launch event and I said, I've got this really good idea. It's going to work. I'm telling you it's going to work. We can get a legal agreement signed up. 
I need around £8,000 because we're buying a house, so I can't use any of that money. I need around £8,000. I can give you a good return on your investment, better than you'll get from any bank. I need you to trust me. And one of my sponsors, the first call I had, said to me, Khadija, I want to give you the full amount. Don't worry about trust and credibility because you are credible and I trust you. They sponsored my podcast launch and they saw how epic that was at Park Chinois and Mayfair. They've watched me on The Apprentice. They watch me go to these celebrity events. They watch me mix with high net worth individuals. They watch me have uh, mentors like Bob Moore and uh, other people that are really successful. So they see what I'm doing. And then I thought to myself, but is Simon right? I'm sorry, Si. There's nothing wrong with being that way, but is Simon right? Should I just be happy or comfortable with what I've got right now? Should I be grateful for the opportunities that have come my way? Or should I continue to seek more opportunities? Because that's what I am. I'm an entrepreneur. And so I found this um, article. It's on successharbor.com. And uh, I'll put the link in the comments. But it says here, so what defines a real entrepreneur? And it really made me think, you know, because from where I grew up in Peterborough and a lot of people that I know, um, not many people are like me. And, you know, people are content. And they are happy with their job and they're happy with their home and they're happy with the children they have and they're happy with the life they have. And it's not to say I'm not happy. I definitely am happy. But there's this element of always wanting to achieve more. And I know that it's not just me now because I have a whole array of entrepreneur friends that feel the same. I have people that I pick up the phone to and instantly want to give me money to invest in me because they're the same. They're like me. And then there's the other side of the coin of people who think we are crazy, 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 crazy. Like, why would you do that? Your life's good. Why would you keep risking? Your life's good. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know why I can't just be comfortable. I don't know why I can't. I just did a weird wink then. Um, I don't know why. I need to keep striving for another achievement, but for some reason it's in my blood and I can't help it. And I can't keep stopping myself or holding myself back. And yes, I've made mistakes and I will continue to make mistakes, but I've also been very clever. For instance, I could have slogged a dead horse with the cleaning business. I could have kept on going despite the fact that I was worked to the ground. I was tired all the time. Yes, I went from 20 pound to six figures. Yes, I had 30 employees, but my God, it was stressful as hell. And it just wasn't what I wanted. You know, I Googled a cheap business to start five years ago. That shouldn't be what you stick with for the rest of your life. Just because at that time it was good for me or it was a good way for me to get into business doesn't mean that I need to keep slogging a dead horse, you know? Is that the phrase, slogging a dead horse? Um, but now I have an eye for it. I have an eye for what is a good idea. I have an eye for overheads and costs and keeping revenue down. One of my mentees was going to employ someone on 30 grand a year. And I was like, no, you don't, you're not there yet. You don't need to do that. You know, I, I help other companies. I'm clued up. I'm street smart. I know how to hustle. I'm Moroccan. I haggle. You know, business is about that. Business is about being passionate. Business is about talking at 100 miles per hour because you're so freaking excited about what's to come. And unfortunately, I can't um, change the way I am, or fortunately. And also, I can't get other people to think like me if they don't think like me. So Simon will always be the way that he is. And that's great. In a way, it frustrates me, but you do need someone to like keep you grounded because otherwise every idea could be great. Another thing that I noticed with entrepreneurs, and I've done it myself, 
is um, the shiny penny syndrome. So I had a cleaning business that was really successful, but I love cooking too, uh, Mediterranean food. So I got a street food business and then I thought that was going to be great, which it was actually. The food was terrific. And Glastonbury approached me to be at their um, uh, Glastonbury Festival. And it could have been huge, but I did what a lot of us entrepreneurs did and I took on too much. And you can't take on too much or you can take on too much, but you need to know how to systemize, how to leverage Rob Moore's book, Life Leverage, how to leverage and also how to keep your costs down. I always thought that being in business was about being the one to settle the bill or how many employees you have or um, I don't know how many fleet cars you have or who has the biggest office. Business is not about that. Business is about making as much bloody profit as possible, making as much cash in your back pocket as possible. If you can spend £2 and make 20 grand, and you have no offices and, and no cars and no employees, you are smashing it in business. Kylie Jenner, look at Kylie Jenner, a billion, da- a billion dollar company. She has seven employees, only three of which are full-time. Her store is only on Shopify and everything is outsourced. That is a businesswoman. We are programmed to think either you should go to university and you should work the nine till five or, um, and, and just hope to get a good career or a promotion of two grand each year. Or you should have a traditional business, which is paperwork. Ugh. What does Scott Mills say on Radio One? Oh, like old school paperwork folders, loads of employees, loads of cars, snazzy office. That is bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. There's much smarter ways to have a business and you don't need to spend all that money. I'm just saying, I'm helping you with my knowledge. Uh, Someone's put how to run a successful sales campaign for a new startup. Okay, Hamza, if you send me a message, I can help you with this stuff. I feel strangely unique also, so you aren't on your own. Thanks, Matthew. Hi, Rob. What is the secret behind being a successful startup? Okay. Don't spend money. If I could give any startup entrepreneur one piece of advice, do not spend money. I know that sounds silly, but try your hardest not to spend. If you can do stuff, I mean, okay, I'm saying do not spend equally. Do not um, exchange your time for labor on jobs that can be done elsewhere. So when I'm saying do not spend money, I mean, do not be snazzy. Don't try to be the biggest dog ever and do this huge launch. I'm all about organic growth, but also don't do what I did and sit in a van, dropping, being the driver, being the cleaner, being the admin, being the marketer, being everything. You can leverage and you can leverage so cheaply. You could get a VA aboard for £3 an hour and you think, oh no, I couldn't pay someone £3 an hour. But if that is a good rate for them, then great. If that means that your business can then be more successful, perfect. Then you get more profit, more money, and you can pay them even more. You can pay them what feels comfortable for you. So what I would say is don't try to be the show-off douchebag from day one, try to keep your costs right down, leverage out the jobs that do not serve you purpose. For instance, none of you entrepreneurs should be sending blanket messages on LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook. You should be having a VA do that. And that's £3 an hour, you know, or get a PA, whatever you need. Uh, None of you should be doing the initial conversations until that client is almost ready to sign on the dotted line. And that could be cleaning contract, that could be um, business development, management help, whatever, insurance broker, 
I think if you are the entrepreneur and you are the brain behind the vision, there is no way that you should be doing the cold calling. You should definitely not be sending out the blanket emails. You shouldn't be doing any of that stuff. You need to get that leveraged out. Yes, that's going to be a small cost, but I'm saying don't spend highly on things that are not necessarily necessary. Take it from the girl that had six fleet vehicles for no apparent reason. Why? Because I thought it made my company look good. Electric vehicles as well. They can't even do 50 miles. Like, useless. L literally, load of shit. Why did I do it? Because I thought it would make me stand out. Yes, it did make me stand out, but I should have been smarter. I should have been smarter. So everything I'm learning, I'm trying to teach to you. And it's okay to be an entrepreneur and it's okay to make mistakes because that's what's going to make you better. Do you think I would ever get six fleet vehicles now for the sake of it? Of course not. At the time, I thought it was a good idea. It was getting people to their jobs, but they could have been, they could have been self-employed using their own vehicles. There's such a smarter way of running a cleaning business than the way I was trying to do it. And so now I use what I learn to help other people earn. Like Rob Moore says, you don't earn, you learn. Nadine said they aren't dreams, they uh, just your real life calling. Exactly, Nadine. Short-term businesses is about profit, not long-term. Business is about giving value. The profit is the bonus. Okay, so that brings me on to this um, blog that I'm reading right now. And so Success Harbour, you could go on successharbour.com, special hyphen entrepreneurs, okay? So it says... So what is so special about these real entrepreneurs? Above all else, real entrepreneurs refuse to fit into a box. Who they are and what they do doesn't always make sense right away. One thing is true for sure. They are driven. They are more interested in starting and building a business than the business itself. If they don't start this business, they will start another. If they fail with this business, sooner or later, they will start another business. They don't back down easy. That sounds like me. Every single one is entirely different without even trying to be different. They get no pleasure from copying someone else, but instead choose to forge their own path, follow their own instincts and relentlessly pursue the things that they are passionate about. Money is not the primary motivator. In the pursuit of their passions, these entrepreneurs often forget about getting rich or making a profit. In their minds, profit exists but are not the main driving force. What they want is to succeed, to reach a goal or beat the odds. They want to be the best in business, the best web designer or the best technical writer. Because they refuse to get caught up in the financial gains, they are often able to focus more intently on what they do rather than counting the money in their bank accounts. Passion is what it's all about. Real entrepreneurs are passionate, but they are not dreamers. Their thoughts and drives jump out in conversations and actions continually. Whatever the world thinks about what they do matters very little to them. They remain focused on the goal at hand, regardless of what people think. They drive ahead, not because people approve, but because they are driven by a burning desire from within. Please, can I get a love or a like if, if this sounds like you? Entrepreneurs are risk averse. Entrepreneurs are not thrill seekers. Just like money isn't the primary motivator for a real entrepreneur, neither is the risk. They are willing to accept the risk to be able to follow their passion, but they aren't seeking some kind of high just for the fact that they are taking a risk. Instead, they let their passions outweigh their fears. I mean, this is literally sounds like me. Um, entrepreneurs are not born. Entrepreneurs come from all walks of life, from all kinds of backgrounds. There is no rule that if your parents are entrepreneurs, you will be an entrepreneur too. Entrepreneurs don't graduate with the same or even similar college degrees, and many of them are not even college educated. 
What is common about entrepreneurs is that they often seek out mentors. Many of them credit their success to the mentors they had. Hello, if you don't have a mentor, please get one. Because I remember years ago, I was like, why would I pay anyone like a thousand pound a month? Oh, I'm so stupid sometimes. Like the things, honestly, I irritate myself. Like if I had known them what I know now, I would have been so much more successful already, you know? Uh, let's go down. Hello, everyone. So many of you on. I hope you're finding this really valuable. I'm going to carry on because there's a few more points. It's really great for the podcast. Any questions, please ask. Um, entrepreneurs know how to find the right partners. Okay. So let me just tell you this concept that I just told you about, this idea, this new business that I'm embarking on. I made one phone call to a sponsor of my podcast launch, one phone call. And within that phone call, I said, Hey, I've got an idea. I mean, if you're not interested, it's fine, but I think it's going to be epic. If you can invest either 2,000 to 8,000 pounds, I need 8,000, but if you could invest between 2,000, I could get four people to invest 2,000 each or, you know, whatever you want. Um, I was only expecting maybe 2,000 and I will give you a 20% return on your investment. Now, this is also open, by the way, if you're listening to this and you're like, God, what's Khadija up to? I'm really interested. Send me a message because my God, am I excited. Um, so I said, okay, I think I need about eight grand. Um, we're buying a property. So I need to keep like the money that we have as a family into that. But I think I need about eight grand. If I could give you a 20% return on your investment in 12 months, would you be interested? So what's that? 1600 on top. So, um, they get 9,600 back. I mean, that's pretty, you know, that's better than any bank is going to give you. Anyway, it was just a conversation. I came off the call. That person, the first call, literally this was about an hour ago, the first call, okay, Khadija, I don't just want to give you the two. I want to give you the eight. Can you give me 24 hours and I'll get back to you? What the, what the hell? I'm just a girl that started a cleaning business five years ago and Googled a cheap business to start. Had 20 quid. I got a Hetty Hoover on Littlewoods because so I could pay monthly. I got Vista print leaflets and I went to Wilkinson's, Wilco's and bought some products to go and clean people's houses. And I took my sixth month old with me. Five years later, someone's willing to give me eight grand because they trust me, because I'm credible, because I'm calculated risk averse, because I'm an entrepreneur, because I network with the right people, because I'm not in bed all day, because I'm not playing it safe. That's why people want to give me money. You know, it's like this is mind blowing shit. Okay. Entrepreneurs know how to find the right partners. They don't set out to be leaders, but people often follow them. While they may become leaders due to their singular focus, they know how to partner with others who have the skills to help them pursue their passions. Hallelujah. Most true entrepreneurs aren't great at running the day-to-day aspects of a company. True. So they trust the operations to one or more team members, allowing them to continue to focus on creating and casting vision. They are not always easy to work with. You saw that on The Apprentice. They are not always easy to work with because they bring such a great degree of passion and focus and they talk at a million miles per hour when they're really excited. They often don't wait around for results. No. So the call that I just had an hour ago, they said, how long do you think before it'll be up and ready? I said, maybe four to six weeks. They said, really? Yes, I'm not fucking around. (laughs) This means that they are not always easy to communicate with as they don't follow the standard rules of social interactions or business. They could be stubborn, but often turn on a dime if they realize they are in the wrong. True. In the end, what makes entrepreneurs so special is that they are passionate about pursuing their dreams. 
They do this by knowing that there is a greater chance for failure than success, but they still move forward. If you want to become an entrepreneur, just to be one, the chances are that you won't succeed. Instead, if you are driven to strike out on your own and are willing to give it every ounce of your focus and energy, you may just be a genuine entrepreneur. Now, I'm not going to lie. That's giving me goosebumps. Oh, it's giving me goosebumps because we are okay. We are normal, guys and girls. It's just not everyone is like us and that's okay. Danielle's put, there's nothing wrong with wanting more. Bruno said, we're both smashing it. Go on, Bruno. Uh, what have we got down here? Uh, Rob's put, yes, definitely a mentor is needed to grow and develop yourself as you don't know what you don't know. And if you know and don't do, then you don't know. Oh my God, there's so many don't knows, but exactly that. Uh, if you are finding this live as engaging as I'm hoping you are, and if it's giving you goosebumps like it gives me, and if it's making you feel normal, because, you know, what is normal at the end of the day? But if you have that person in your life, love them or loathe them, that is saying to you constantly, it's not a good idea, just wait, we don't have the money, it's not the right time, blah, 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 blah. And you're feeling trapped or like people aren't understanding what you're meaning, then I urge you, go and read this Success Harbour. I just found it on the internet. But I started reading it and I was like, tick, 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 that's me. And, um, and also if I could give you one piece of advice to end this podcast episode and also to end this live, make sure you network, 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 network. I go to schools and I teach the students, your network is your net worth. We all know that phrase, but it's so true. Like I now have people that I could call up and are willing to give me 8,000 pounds. I didn't have that five years ago. I haven't had that for any other time in my life you know, and as life goes on, I might start having people, I pick up the phone, they will give me a million pounds. They'll give me two million pounds. That's what happens with your network as you grow and people see that you are successful, that you're hardworking, that you're passionate, that you're focused, that you're going to the right places, that you're doing the right things. People will entrust in you. So there's no point being an entrepreneur and living under a rock and keeping yourself to yourself. It's tiring socializing is tiring. Network is networking is tiring. Going to all these events. I've got about 16 events this month in October. And you know, I can't be bothered to do my hair all the time or do my makeup or, or get dressed up, but you got to do what you got to do because ultimately these people could change your life, change your kid's life, change your kid's kid's lives. And that's what it's about. Uh, sorry, could you send the link of where you're reading this from? Yeah, sure, I will. Honestly, I've just Googled it. I don't know who I'm giving credit here to, to be honest, but successharbor, successharbor.com. And yeah, Paul, I'll send that. Caroline, I'm glad that this is just what you needed. Before I go, does anyone have any questions for me? Um, I've got a conference call in 15 minutes, but I've got a few minutes. If you've got a question for me, if you want to ask anything, um, please do. And please do like and share this live. It will also be a podcast episode. If you haven't um, listened to my podcast already, go on Keep It Real with Khadija on iTunes, Omni Studio and Stitcher. And you could download my app on the App Store um, and Google Play Store, Keep It Real with Khadija and the podcast episodes are in there. I really hope this has helped you feel included I hope if you're challenging yourself and your thought process and what's good and what's not and whether you're going to lose money and this, that and the other, you're not the only one. 
And if you're a mum or dad and you're leaving the house in the morning and laundry's everywhere and it's piled up to the ceiling and um, you're stressing because you're feeling guilty that you're at work and you should be with the kids or blah, 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 guess what? I'm there too. So I just want you all to know that you are doing your best. You only live once. Hashtag YOLO. And, you know, just live your best life. If you want to play it safe and you want to do a nine till five and that works for you, terrific. If you don't and you're an entrepreneur, don't let people try and suck you down because it's never going to happen. Uh, Matthew put, the first time I met you, you tried to sell me something. Did I, Matthew? <laughs> Standard Khadija. Khadija. Oh, the things I get called. Khadija, Cassandra. Uh, yeah, loads of different things. I got called once from Matalan, Caliph Mantan. I don't know if they like mixed my surname and Matalan together, but that was quite funny. Um, perfect. Yeah, go back and catch up, Sophie. And if you've got any questions, send me a message. I do have a mentorship program. I'm not trying to plug it or sell anything. Honestly, I'm just here to try and make you feel good. But if you want any help or any assistance, hit me up. Thanks so much. Bye. And that is the end of this podcast episode. We are off. Uh, one little bit of advice for my podcast listeners. When you post a live on social media, make sure you save it. Um, there's a little save button on the left and then you can share it in, um, uh, LinkedIn and other social medias as well. There's so many times I didn't save it and then I just lost it. Um, so it's saving right now and then it will be posted on social media. Well, I really hope that's helped. Hope I wasn't speaking too fast. Um, but I just want everybody to feel included and to know, you know, that what you're doing is fine. We're not all the same. Okay, thanks very much. Bye.